We'll review the NRL trials from the weekend as the 2018 season edges ever closer. And Adam Peacock joins us later in the show to talk the good, the bad and the ugly in the A-League as we build up to the finals. It's Monday, the 26th of February. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda. Your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage. The Splash with your host, Phil Pryor. Thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, A big thank you to uh, Wilson and Fletcher who covered for me last week on The Splash. Sorry I wasn't uh, there for for all you listeners out there. Uh, And to kick off this week, I've pulled in uh, John Dean out of the Fox League Digital editorial team. Johnny, you just you, you were just frantically finishing off one yarn for the website. What was that one about? Yeah, that was our weekly Exile Files column. Uh, Rennie Matura is back. Uh, he's back out, yeah. of reti- out of retirement. Yeah, he's laced up the boots again, and he's going to okay. turn out for the uh, the mighty Toronto Wolfpack. Oh, so, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. So how many former <laughs> NRL players does the Wolfpack have now? Well, they would have had more, but, uh, you know, they sacked Dave Taylor, fooey, fooey. Mm. Um, but they've still got they got Jack Buchanan there. They've got Josh McCrone, who's the captain. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's a few out there. Yeah, yeah. I'd love Ashton to go to one Sims. Of those games. Ashton Sims Looks is like running the fans out. Fans really get into it as well. Yeah, oh, they love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope they get promoted to the Super League. That'd be that'd um, be good. Yeah, it'd be quite yeah. quite a moment. Yeah, I'd love that. Hey, uh, we'll, we're going to chat some uh, action, some trial action from over the weekend. Yes. Uh, what we learned, essentially, most of the NRL trials. Uh, over now, and now we just build up to the season, which starts in about a week and a half, Thursday night, March 8. We've got the Broncos against the Dragons. Um, so we're going to chat about all the storylines that uh, came out of the last proper trial weekend. But first, a few headlines. We'll kick off with Rugby Union. Of course, uh, the Australian Super Rugby franchise has kicked off their campaigns on the weekend. Uh, Queensland Red skipper Scott Higginbottom has been suspended for three games by the Super Rugby judiciary. Um, and the Waratahs, Brumbies and the Rebels all scored wins to kick, to, to kick off their campaign. Sorry. Uh, also, Johnny, how about Scotland? They beat uh, Eddie Jones's England in the Six Nations. Wait, uh, that was a upset. bit of a surprise. <laughs> uh, in AFL, Gary Ablett is racing the clock to be fit for round one. That story on the Fox Sports website, plus all the headlines from the weekend's JLT action. Uh, And in A-League, the Newcastle Jets, with six weeks left, here's a good story. They have secured a finals berth, their first since 2010. Uh, We'll be talking to Adam Peacock on the splash later in the program about that. Um, plus the good, the bad, and the ugly of the A-League. And also a little bit of insight into... Mark Bosnich, um, who is probably one of the biggest characters uh, in the Fox Sports building, um, it's fair to say. Uh, he certainly makes his presence felt when he walks in, into the uh, into the building, doesn't he, Johnny? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Hi, all. Yeah, we'll chat about We'll have a bit of a, a laugh about that later on as well. Hey, uh, Johnny, what was your um, biggest takeaway from... Uh, the tr- the weekend of trials. Um, I just think it was good to good to have guys like Greg Inglis back um, from injury and any mm. or JT did make his return last weekend, but 
Um, he certainly uh, made his presence felt uh, in his testimonial game on Friday at Suncorp mm. Stadium. That was a great game from uh, from JT. Perfect weather for that one as well, hey? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be called off or postponed like that Anzac test a few yeah, years ago. where was, right. yeah. They had to move it from the Friday to the Sunday, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, so you've penned a piece for the website, what we learned essentially out of the yeah. trials. Um, those out there that play NRL Supercoach, um, or shout out, I'll be... Um, doing a bit of content for the website over the next week and a half there. Um, it's peak interest for for f- the fantasy uh, uh, community, uh, of the NRL community, I should say. But, uh, yeah, so you watched quite a bit of the action that was on offer over the weekend. Um, yeah, oh, it was uh, it was chaotic in the office on Saturday. We had, yeah. we had about eight games on, um, and a lot of them were overlapping. It was, uh, I had my iPad open, mm. I had a, a <laughs> game on game on the TV, game on my monitor. It was, uh, yeah, it was going crazy. <laughs> I, was, I was down at Harris Farm doing some, some shopping, and I had uh, one game streaming on my on my iPhone, it was oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty handy. That's all. So the Chooks, um, they look pretty good. Uh, there's oh, their the anticipation for how they will look. Uh, it, it appears to be highest with them heading into the new season with Cooper Cronk on board, James Tedesco there now as well. Um, how did they look? Well. Um it was a bit worrying at the start there. They were 16-0 down after nine minutes um, against mm. Manly. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think, uh, well, the class of, of uh, Kronk and Tedesco really shone through. Um, Kronk really took control of the game. They didn't really have much ball in the uh, in the opening part of that game because there was so many errors. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tedesco ended up with two tries. Latrell Mitchell <laughs> ended up with two mm. tries and... and um, yeah, there's some good things being said about Latrell Mitchell. Trent Robinson said that he's yeah. had his best preseason to date. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it looks like we can uh, expect a good year from him too. Yeah, the, there seems to be buzz that this could be his uh, his breakout year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 I guess he had a bit of a false start, you know, um, when he got named at fullback there and then ended up on the wing and then last year got dropped mm. a little bit. And, yeah. Yeah, but it uh, looks like he's he's found his home in the centres there, and um, yeah, he's primed for a big year. Yeah, uh, the Eels fullback race uh, heated up again on the weekend. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, we still got we we still don't have Clint Gutherson back yet, but That's it looks right. like Bevan French has certainly put his hand up. Yeah, Bevan French, um, he started the game and and he really uh, he had a, he had a really Starring performance um, against Newcastle, there scored two tries. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a welcome headache there for for Brad Arthur. Yeah, Clint Gutherson, you know, most would expect he'd come back straight into that fullback spot mm-hmm. um, when he returns from that ACL injury. But um, yeah, Bevan French, he's he's looking good, and he's been working with Jared Haney. He actually told us um, two weeks ago when he was in the office that um, that Jared had been helping him quite closely, particularly yeah. with his defence and, and yeah. where to steer the troops in defence and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it looks like it's paying off. What's your take? Who do, who do you think will be the uh, the answer once uh, once Coach Brad Arthur has, um, you know, everyone to pick from? Oh, I think Clint Gutherson will go back there, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, me too. But they've got to find a spot for him. He, he's too good to to miss the team altogether. He's got to be there. He can the be a victim somewhere. of his versatility. That's right. As well. Yeah. 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 But I think he's got to go to fullback and, you know, 
Hoffman, Hoffman might miss out or Kirisami Alva. They're yeah. the two wingers at the moment who will probably start the year. Um, so French will just probably take one of their spots, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks like um, Canterbury's new coach, Dean Pay, uh, it's paying off, so to speak. <laughs> yes. Uh, they looked pretty good. Yeah, they did. Well... It was it was pretty much a um, a New South Wales Cup team that they ran out. The, the most senior player in that team was Greg Eastwood. So the Dogs twos flogged Pan, uh, Panthers ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. They um they just blew them away. Um, Penrith were probably they didn't do themselves you know any good. Um, there was a lot of errors you know and and, and poor discipline there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Bulldogs ran out. 24-10 winners. Um, Lachlan Lewis, who was the nephew, who's the nephew of uh, Wally Lewis, the king. Yeah, he was playing in the centres and um, had a pretty good game for the Bulldogs. So okay. he might be one to watch this year. Yeah, interesting. Um, and look, finally, my question to you is: Where's Melbourne Storm's fullback situation at now? Because uh, Jerome Hughes went down on the weekend uh, yeah. in that JT tribute game. Um, of course, Billy Slater's nursing uh, a fresh shoulder injury. What's the latest? Yeah, well, <laughs> the latest. Pardon me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Billy Slater. He's uh, he's racing the clock for round one. He's, he, as you said, he jarred his shoulder in the World Club Challenge, and um, and Jerome Hughes he subluxed his shoulder, which means it it popped out, but they got it back in pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but he's still got to have scans. So, um, yeah, it could be a little bit of a headache there for for Craig Bellamy for round one. Um, we could be alarmists, but they can just put Cam Munster back well, there. Well, that's right. They yeah. can put young Tonema Payer back there, who's that's done right. the job plenty of times yeah. before. Yeah, so they got... They'll they, be fine. Yeah, they'll be sweet. Uh, if they if they move Cameron Munster back there, they've got Riley Jacks to come in. Exactly. Into the halves. He's played a bit of NRL football last year, so, you know, they're well covered. And, and I don't think Slater's going to be out for long anyway, so mm. it's not going to be a drama. So what's what are you looking forward to um, seeing now in the next week and a half before round one kicks off? What what's sort of the the main storyline or two that you'll be keeping a close eye on? I suppose um, a lot of the select there's a lot of selection headaches, I guess, for for a lot of the coaches. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see, um, you know, particularly uh, well one that I did mention in here, uh, the Dragons back row position. You know, Joel Thompson's left; he's gone to Manly. And um, I didn't really see uh, Tarek Sims or or Luciano Lelua really step up um, mm-hmm. to that spot. Yeah. Um, so there's a few headaches across across the board there. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty keen to see how um, how these teams line up for round one. Yeah, yeah. When are we going to do an updated teams yarn? Uh, our predicted round one teams. Uh, I would say in the next day or two. Okay. Um, Stay tuned. Yes, I did see one of the guys working on it today. So okay, interesting. Yeah, there's a bit of work to do in there when you yeah. take on account the injuries and things like that. So yeah. yeah, and then after you publish it, you've got to set aside a couple of hours to uh, to to fight back at all the punters out there with their takes on <laughs> yeah, Twitter. You missed Alex Twall. How dare you! <laughs> Oh man, it's it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. John Dean, thanks for joining today's Splash, mate. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. That's the Fox Football Podcast uh, music. Because joining me now is Adam Peacock, host of the Fox Football Podcast and host of the A League Hour on Monday nights on Fox Sports. Welcome, Adam. G'day, Phil. I'm, I'm 
really conflicted what to do there on that intro is either air guitar <laughs> or air drums. So I went the drums this time. It is a it's it's a catchy track. It, it is. Ha- you, you're you're okay with uh with me settling on that track? Hey, look, you you do the work here, so <laughs> I, I can't really complain. If I complained, it'd be like, well, why don't you do it yourself type thing? So oh, you, it's all on you. I, I asked because I was going to say, have you ever been down the rabbit hole uh, on the on the the company's server here, which has <laughs> which just has millions of musical tracks that we have the licensing for. You would not believe how long you can spend just trawling through it. It's amazing. It's production music, though, only, isn't it? It's not commercial. So if you wanted to use, say, some Childish Gambino or something like that, you'd (laughs) you'd be paying through the nose for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to basically go in there and find something that sounds like Childish Gambino. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) And that can take some time. Hey, uh, on the on the Fox Football podcast today, of course, you wrapped up uh, the most recent A-League round. I think round 21, was it? 21. We can see the end. <laughs> so we've got six rounds left, you yep. tell me. Um, and But already, Newcastle Jets, uh, sitting in second place on the ladder, they've secured their spot in the, uh, the finals, the post-season. Um, and they haven't been that far. Uh, since 2010, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, good on the Jets. They're, they're, they're the best story as a club this season. With mm. all due respect to Sydney FC, and obviously Sydney FC are a mathematical impossibility of missing the finals, yes. like the Newcastle Jets after their 1-0 win over Brisbane. But the way that they've turned this club around in a quick amount of time mm. is great. So the, the way they play is so appetising for the neutral to watch, and indeed their fans as well, and the results they're getting. But just the way that Laurie McKinnon has been able to reinvigorate the football club um, and what it means to the people of the Hunter as mm. well. They're, they're starved of, of sporting excellence up there and, and they shouldn't be because they're um, excellent in terms of providing sporting excellence um, through the junior ranks of rugby league and, and football, to name two sports. Um, but obviously the Jet, uh, the Knights have just hemorrhaged results over the last three or four years. They're going to get better this season. Yeah. Um, but the Jets, they've, they've turned it around real quick after being tinkered, basically. Nathan Tinkler <laughs> um, went through the joint. and um, Great effort by everyone involved in that football club, from from the CEO right down to the lowest play, paid employee and all the players and all the staff on the, on the football department. Outstanding. Yeah, both Newcastle sides on the rise. Um, and, I mean, this one, it, it's based on expectation you know going into the season um there wasn't a lot of expectation of course on them and uh and they seem to be the club that uh have become everyone's second team for the year sort of as well well they'll definitely be everyone's second team on grand final day should they make it and play sydney fc (laughs) uh they will definitely be viewed as come on newcastle win this thing um and it'll be sydney fc fans v the rest of a league fans um That'll be a big occasion. It looks like it's heading down that path because the other teams behind them have been inconsistent at, at various times. Just when you thought a, a Western Sydney Wanderers or an Adelaide or a Melbourne Victory or a Melbourne City were getting on a bit of a roll, um, you find reasons to make you think, well, they can't they can't possibly get near Sydney FC in a, yeah. in a big game. And Newcastle at the moment are the only team that I reckon can. Mm. If I was going to break up this segment into the good, the bad and the ugly, we've sort of covered some of the good Newcastle and Sydney FC of course um, what about the bad what would you say uh, with it as we said with about five or six rounds left in the season uh, I'd say that the discipline of Adelaide United is getting to them they've got needless red mm. cards scattered throughout the season and it doesn't mean as much like they've done well in games where they've got a red card it's just that the next week that that particular player is suspended so 
Uh, Urson Gullum got suspended last week, um, got sent off, and he could spend a few more weeks out of the game because of the spray that he gave the fourth official on the way off, and that's yet to be determined. But Urson Gullum is imperative to the, the rock that is Adelaide United at the back and, and setting up um, that really hard defence to penetrate. He misses a game, they get beaten 3-0. Um, so it's it's the week after effect for for Adelaide United. So if they want to do something come finals, they've got to stop giving away these stupid red cards and indeed yellow cards. Although they they've been wiped now, you can't get suspended for any total of of yellow cards for the rest of the season. But um, yeah, it's just it's hurting them. It's hurting them badly. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of the ugly as well because I mean, of course, probably the the top of that category is is that side over over across the ditch, and we've all probably spent enough time talking about how they're going right now. The the ugly would have to be the unfortunate situation of Friday night, where we, we sit through a game between 9th and 10th, where in just about every other football league in the world, that is a huge game, <laughs> because it's relegation. Yeah, so yeah. the ugly is the fact that we've, we've got to get our heads around the fact that we need this in our sport. Uh, in 15 years' time, but at the moment we don't have it. That's the ugly bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in, in 10, 15 years' time, however long you want to paint a picture for promotion and relegation, however long it is before it's realistic financially, and that's the big thing, that's the overriding yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, the longer we'll go with games like this at this end of the season, which don't really mean much in the grand mm. scheme of things. I enjoyed going, I, I enjoy going to watch football. Yeah. I go, I enjoy going to watch live sport and fortunate enough in a position where I actually get paid to do it, which yeah. is ridiculous. It's not really a job. But for, so Friday night I enjoyed it as a, as a game of football, but nothing more. There was nothing mm. more riding on it. Yeah, yeah. And there needs to be that work put in to, to ensure that, yeah, things like 9v 10th or however many teams you've got in the competition do actually mean something. Yeah, yeah. These kind of topics are those bigger, uh, bigger picture yes. things which Simon Hill loves to talk about. Uh, he, of course, joins you on the Fox Football Podcast pretty much each and every week. As for the A-League Hour, tonight's program on Fox Sports 501 at 7 Yeah, No, no, 7 p.m. Yep, 7 p.m. Uh, because I made an error there, everyone's going to now remember that it is 7 p.m. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It stands yeah. out. So, the only reason yeah. I know it is because the food comes at 5.30. We get tie <laughs> each and every week, and I look forward to it every week, 5.30 Mondays, it's a set routine. It's it's five o'clock on news, five thirty feed, about twenty past six get ready, quarter to seven get into the thing, eight o'clock show finishes, get back home quick. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very regimented routine on a Monday. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to the A League out. There's plenty to talk about. We'll talk about the football and just football. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. overarching issues. Uh, <laughs> That's it. And there's plenty to talk. We actually put a poll out um, and hopefully your listeners get involved in this poll. Who's the better import? Leroy George or Adrian Mejewski this season? Okay. Two guys who are just fantastic at set-piece delivery and fantastic um, additions to their side in, in general play as well. But um, yeah, Leroy at Melbourne Victory, Adrian at uh, Sydney FC. It's a, an interesting... We, we think it's going to come back Leroy by virtue of the fact that if, you, if you're if you not a Sydney FC fan, you hate Sydney FC and you're jealous of them at the moment. Mm. So all the non-Sydney FC fans who also aren't Melbourne Victory fans are just going to maybe lope for Leroy at Melbourne Victory. So <laughs> it's a bit of a skewed audience there. But yeah, we put it out there and uh, get involved if you can. My girlfriend's Polish, so I have to uh, side with Mijewski on that one. Does she take good free kicks? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> get out in the park and have a look. Yeah, yeah. We do, we 
we're more tennis and uh, and, uh, and, yeah. and running sort of a uh, activity people. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, uh, you, you mentioned the food comes at five thirty mm. on a Monday night before the A League hour. Yeah, I'm assuming uh, Mark Bosnich knows exactly what time the food turns up <laughs> as well. Sometimes he, sometimes he does, and then sometimes he won't even look at it because he thinks that oh, I'm on a thing. Dis- discipline's <laughs> the key. We, as you know, the, like if if you're not disciplined with eating, well, there's not much hope. And up and down is Bosnich, but. I'm disciplined because I know that on a Monday I'm going to eat some garbage at night. Yeah, I just saw you had your tuna and rice, very tuna. eating clean for lunch. Brown rice, I'd have you believe oh, okay. as well. There you go. Uh, so yeah, you just—it's all about balance. I can't—I can't go and get um, Nando's for lunch <laughs> when I know on a Monday afternoon I'm going to have that as well. Yeah, it's, it's about That's balance, true. isn't it, Phil? That, that is that is very wise. Mm. Hey, give, give the splash listeners some insight into Mark Bosnich because every time he walks in this building it's hi all yeah he, he grabs the attention of the whole literally the whole floor uh, almost the, the entire building um, what's he like behind uh, a little bit behind the scenes because um, of, clearly on camera he doesn't really hold back either um, <laughs> no one thing <laughs> or I will, does he well, no he, he doesn't he, no he doesn't um, one thing I will say about Bosnich he likes to learn opinion. So he, he'll listen to your opinion. Ooh. If he doesn't agree... Sorry, I just dropped my cold <laughs> camel tea. Over you. Um, Run down there. He, he'll listen to opinion. He'll take it on board. But if he doesn't agree with it, he'll just... You'll know pretty quickly, put yeah. it that way. But yeah. he, he is open-minded in that sense. He, he's very set in his ways in other things, like fashion and food. <laughs> but in terms of opinion, especially when it comes to football, he's, he's, he's all ears. Okay. He's good value. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah I'll, uh... And you're all ears too. You can't help but all e- be all ears with him around because he's so yeah. freaking loud. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's fun. The, the green room, we've often said that um, when the matches are on, it'd be fun to put a press green for green button on the on the thing so you could actually listen to what we're going on about. Although we'd have <laughs> that would to, be funny. We'd, yeah. we'd have to wait until after 10.30 at night to do that. Yeah. yeah. Some of the things I remember working said. those weekend, those p- PM weekend shifts yeah. actually and when there was a game <laughs> going, uh, you'd know when something happened because you'd just hear yelling coming out of that room and generally had Mark Bosnich's uh, voice all over it. Even when there's not much happening in the game, we tend to be loud because he'll come up with some story <laughs> or some opinion and then it'll either have us going uh, no or yes and laughing a lot. So yeah, it's uh, never a dull moment, put it that way. Fox Sports could actually sell green room tickets and yep. make some good coin doing so, I reckon. Put them out there at a premium. Yeah. A thousand bucks yeah. a pop and <laughs> guarantee you won't be let down. Yeah. Very true. Chatham very House rules, so you wouldn't be able to take any stories <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, eighteen plus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Adam Peacock, thanks for joining today's Splash. Seven PM, the A League Hour Monday nights on Fox Sports Five Hundred One. As the food is digesting. <laughs> thanks, Phil. That's it, and thanks to all our Splash listeners and subscribers out there. That'll do us on this Monday. Uh, continue the conversation at Phil underscore prior uh, and say good day to Adam Peacock on Twitter as well. Uh, that'll do us. That's a wrap. Bongo drums. Woo!